Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Dandy. Y'all look awesome. And and maybe hungry. Are you anybody hungry? Yeah? Good. <laughs> Arabella's like, I am. <laughs> She's like, I'm I'm not kidding. He asked. <laughs> well, we just want to welcome you this morning to our Thanksgiving service. And I'll tell you, I have been looking forward to this. Uh, just when the leadership team brought this idea up to me, I was like, that is awesome. I, I am looking forward to that so much, just to be able to sit together and have a fellowship meal and, and to praise God and be thankful together, which is really how this kind of started, you know, was people coming together and saying, Lord, we got some stuff to be thankful over. And so... Um, I just I just welcome you to the Thanksgiving service. I won't be talking for too long this morning, but I also want to welcome anybody that may be watching. We just bless you in Jesus' name. May you be blessed, and may the, the blessings of God and his love be made manifest in your life. And uh, Lord, we thank you today in Jesus' name. We thank you for what you've given us. We thank you for who you are, and we just praise you together. Lord, right now, let our hearts unite in thankfulness this morning. We have so much to be thankful for, and we praise you for it, and thank you for everything. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Well, before we get into the kind of mini message here, I wanted to, you know, every week we do pray for another uh, body of Christ, and I didn't want today to be any different. And so the church I'd like for us to pray for, uh, I had one picked out, but then this morning just felt like we were supposed to pray for somebody else. So uh, let's just lift up Highland Baptist and Pastor Mike and Melissa Medeiros. And uh, will you join me? So, Lord, we just lift up Highland right now. Father, we just ask that your blessing would manifest. Lord, may strength manifest at Highland right now in their leadership, in Pastor Mike and Melissa, Lord. May strength rise up, not their strength, but your strength. May it rise up in everything, and Father, we just praise you for it. We give you the glory. Lord, we just ask for wisdom to come in every way. Lord, we just ask right now, for your glory to be poured out. For your hand to reach forth and to make a difference today in Jesus' name. May it today be a different day, a glorious day for them. And Lord, we thank you. No weapon formed against them shall prosper in Jesus' name. And we praise you and love you. Thank you, Father, for blessing them. Amen. Amen. Well, you should have a handout. If not, just raise your hand and we'll get one to you. But you can also look on uh, boomerangchurch.org slash notes and you can pull up those notes. They're always generally a little bit more complete there. But let's turn to Psalms 106.1. I was, um, since I've been looking forward to this message... I've been praying about this message for quite some time, and the truth of the matter is, I knew it was going to be on thankfulness and thanksgiving, but I didn't have a message together until Friday morning. I went to speak to the retirement homes, and uh, I was walking out the door, and I'd been praying about that, just didn't have anything yet. And uh, I said, uh, Nicole said, as I was walking out the door, she said, you need anything? I said, yeah, a message would be real nice. And... Uh, <laughs> So if you want to pray about that, she said, well, it is Thanksgiving. 
And it's funny, as soon as she said that, see, this is why we need one another. As soon as she said that, it unlocked inside of me. When I, when I said, hey, yeah, you can be praying for me, that's when it unlocked inside of me, and that's when the blessing and the resource that I needed came. And so basically on the 10-minute drive from the house to the retirement <coughs> homes, the Lord dropped all of this in my spirit, and I shared it with them first, so they got to hear it for you. And uh, the Lord said, there's your Thanksgiving message too, so... I think you'll enjoy it. Uh, this says in Psalm 106.1, Praise the Lord, give thanks to the Lord, for He is good. His faithful love endures forever. Amen. You know, we ought to be able to read that and say, you know, just because God said it, that's true, and if nothing else, thank you, Lord, I praise you. You know, that ought to get us motivated to actually do something simply because God said something. But a lot of times what happens is the same thing I kind of feel like happened when I read that. We're like, oh, yeah, that's a good verse. You know, it's like golf clap, pastor, good way to find a Thanksgiving verse. That's awesome, <laughs> right? And it's like we just kind of let that stuff pass by. But there's something to give thanks for. There's a lot of things you have in your life that we need to give thanks for. There's a lot of stuff. Another verse is Psalms 104. It says, 100 verse 4, it says this, Enter his gates with thanksgiving, go into his courts with praise, give thanks to him and praise his name. You know, there's a way of looking at this that basically says, I can enter into the places of God by thanksgiving and praise. In other words, but before thanksgiving and praise, I might be feeling like I'm standing outside of his walls, like he's not close. But if I'll learn how to put on thanksgiving and I'll learn how to put on praise, I can step right through the, through the gates and be in the presence of God. Amen. A lot of times this is what the devil deceives us out of is he gets us to the place where <clears throat> we don't feel like praising at all. We don't feel like giving thanks at all. And the reason is because we're looking at our surroundings. A lot of times thanksgiving to God is not really needed when you see it as much as it is before you see the promise. Our job is to praise God and give Him thanks outside of the gates. Outside of the promise. Outside of seeing Him. And that is what allows us to step into His presence. To step into His promise. You know, it's interesting. It says uh, in uh, James chapter 1, it says that every good and perfect gift comes from above, from the Father of lights, with whom there's no variableness nor shadow of turning. And so what it shows us there is that every good and perfect gift comes from above. Now I want you to imagine yourself with every good thing stripped out of you. Everything you've done well in your life, every good personality trait, every bit of motivation and discipline, strip that out of you. And what are you left with? Mm. It's not pretty, is it? It's not pretty. And so anything that you do well, anything that you do good, anything, that came from God. 
I, I don't know about you, but I'm, I'm thanking God that he gave y'all some gifts right now because I wouldn't want to put up with you without them. <laughs> I, would, I wouldn't want to hang, not just talking about a pastor, I'm talking about like a neighbor. Like, thank goodness he gave you something good, you know. Thank goodness. Y'all don't be looking at around the table right now, okay. But thank goodness he gave us something good. But here's the other thing, is that we ought to praise him for everything. We ought to give him thanks for everything. And let me, let me give you an idea about that. You know, number one, are you breathing? That's a good day. You know, we probably woke up in this morning, and I'm, I'm guilty of it too. We probably woke up this morning like, oh, good gracious, this morning. Mm. Right? But the truth of the matter is, we're living, we're breathing. We ought to be think, waking up with this on our mind. Thank you, God. This is awesome. <laughs> I didn't have to be here. But a good and perfect gift from you allowed me to be alive another day. And not only am I alive, but I'm here and I'm able to serve the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the Creator of the universe is my daddy. If you know him, he's your dad. He's your father. And he has allowed me to be his child. He has adopted me and given me an inheritance. So instead of waking up and being like, oh, God, you know, and we got a bunch of food over there today. So maybe it was, oh, God, I got to get all this stuff together this morning. And really, we need kind of a check that says, you know what? I've got something to be thankful for. Thank goodness I have the ability to cook some food. Thank goodness I have the ability to serve the creator of the universe. But it goes even, even farther than that. It, you know, it, it's like I see most everybody here wearing shoes. Well, that's a lot better than not having them, isn't it? Amen, yes. I mean, but I'm sure when you were tying your shoes this morning, or if you were being lazy about it and Velcroing it, right? It's a, if you were doing that, here's the thing. I knew you'd like that, Steve. <laughs> Here's the thing. We probably didn't even think, Lord, thanks for the shoes. Yeah, that's good. I don't know about you, but everybody sitting around you right now is pretty happy you got clothes on. I mean, I'm just saying. I'm pretty happy right now. Otherwise, this would be really difficult to give a message. <laughs> but isn't it nice to have clothes? Yes. Well, who'd that come from? Have you thought about thanking him for that level of stuff? Yes. Recently? Yes. Have you thought about, you know, that that kind of thing? You know, I this is one of those things I um I I've used this example before, but this little pen right here, it costs pennies, basically. But here's the thing. Wouldn't it be hard for me to like make notes and, and do things and schedule things in the kingdom of God? Without it. Yeah. I mean, I'd have to whip out a pocket knife and whittle it away on some wood. But I can, <laughs> I can get some paper and just write it down. And, and it makes what I do easier. Amen. Well, this is a blessing to advance the kingdom of God. Guess where this came from? God. Yeah. But who said, Lord, thank you for the pen? Thank you. See, we need to be thankful in everything. We need to esteem even the smallest of things. Amen. Amen. 
I mean, I bet you're pretty thankful right now that you're not having to stand up the whole time. And God gave those chairs. But he didn't just give chairs. He gave some cushion on those chairs. Thank God for that kind of stuff. And you say, well, Brian, come on now. Just get on with the message. No, no, no. This is the message. We have so much to be thankful for all the time. But a lot of times we overlook all the things that God has really given to us. We overlook little things all the time. I mean, look at the napkins on your table and the, and the decorations. And look at this floor where if we spill something, it's not going to take us forever to get it cleaned up. You know, it, it's not plywood sitting down here. Look at the ability to, to broadcast a message that, that really worships the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. And, and most of you walked in here and you drove here and you had a car. and Most of you have kids and family and, and just how much stuff do we really have to be thankful for if every good and perfect thing came from God and without God you wouldn't have it. We really need to be thankful for everything. And we probably need to take, you know, kind of an inventory of our lives and just, you know, look at it again and say, what do we really have to be thankful for? Second yeah. Corinthians 2.14 says this, But thanks be to God, who always leads us in triumph in Christ and manifests through us the sweet aroma of the knowledge of him in every place. Thanks be unto God, who always leads us to triumph. In other words, how often should we be thanking him? Always, because there's always something to thank him for. But I want to ask you this question. Let, let's say, um, uh, come here, William. Nice shoes, dude. I like those. Check those out. Woo! Sweet. <laughs> I like them. Good to see you. So, so I want you to just like... Keep hitting me right there, just literally like, yeah, there you go. Awesome. So, you know, I, I subjected myself to this. All right, so let's say that he was really getting into it and he was starting to hurt me and it was becoming very uncomfortable. Am I going to be giving him thanks for that? No. No. Now, that may sound simple, but here's the thing. If God tells us that we always have something to be thankful for, one of the things that that requires is that he's given good things, yeah. not bad things. Right. See, I'm not, he keeps on doing it. Your arm getting tired? No. Okay, well, put it in there. Put it in there. There you go. <laughs> See, he keeps doing that. I'm not going to want to thank him in a minute. <laughs> now he's putting knuckles. I didn't say elbows. <laughs> All right, thank you. Good job. Go sit down. <laughs> Man, what you feeding him? <laughs> Good job. Thank you. Here's the thing. Do we give thanks for bad things? No. We are thankful for triumphs and good things. In other words, when God said, but thanks be unto God who always leads us in triumph, then what he's saying by telling us to be thankful is there's something good coming. There's something good that you already have in Christ. 
In other words, our hope ought to lift simply when God says, be thankful. Because all of a sudden we recognize whether we see the good thing or not, it exists. The good thing exists. It's not a bad thing that exists. It's not like, oh God, thank you for destroying my life. You know, that's not what he's talking about. He's saying, God, thank you for blessing me with everything. Thank you for good things. Here's the other question. Let's say I just, you know, right off the bat, I just tell Tim, hey, thank you. Thank you. And Tim, Tim would be like, for what? <laughs> like he is right now. That's great. <laughs> Thank you. F- for what? Well, we don't give thanks for nothing. In other words, when God told us and gave us the command to be thankful, there's something attached to it. Yeah. There's something attached to it, and it's good. There's something attached to it, and it's triumphant. Well, that's very important because God tells you to be thankful in all things. That means no matter where you are, what situation you're facing, you've got something to look forward to. You've got something in Christ already that is yours, and you need to be thankful for it, not because it doesn't exist, not because it's going to destroy your life or hurt you, because it's good and it's leading you to triumph. You might not be able to see it yet. But see, we'll get in a situation. Let's say you're at the hospital and it doesn't look good. Let's say that you know your job, it looks like you might get in trouble at your job and everything. See, what the devil's constantly trying to do is grade away your hope. Grade on it. Great, great, great. He's trying to get you to get out of thankfulness knowing that there's a good and perfect thing just waiting on those that will continue the faith and thankfulness. And if he can get you out of that, he can actually, by your own authority, get you to block the good and perfect gift that God's given you. So when God says, be thankful, we ought to get more out of that when he tells us to be thankful. He tells us, basically, we can be thankful at any point, whether we see the promise or not, whether we even know what we need. I just thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, God, thank you. Well, what are you thanking him for? Because he's always up to something good in my life. He's always up to something good. He's always up. Just when he says, always be thankful, he's given you an opportunity to receive one of the things that he's already paid for in your life. The question is, where's your mind on it? Is your mind honoring all the things that he's done? Is your mind going, well, I don't see it, so I'm not going, I'll thank him when it gets here. That is not what it says. Matter of fact, in Philippians 4, verse 4 through 7, which is a great way to live life, it says rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. In other words, always rejoice, even when it looks like your life is crumbling. When it looks like everything's coming to a crashing end. When it looks like that, he says, rejoice. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That doesn't even make good sense. 
Exactly. The world has taught you common sense, common to the world that says, why are you rejoicing? It looks like you're all falling apart. Why would you rejoice over something like that? Because I know a God that I can be thankful for and rejoice in all the time because he's not giving me something to thank for nothing. He's bringing about something right now. While you can't see, it's not my fault. Why you can't see it, I can't help that unless you stick around and watch what he does because he's about to do something. But that's the kind of hope and faith that God moves us to, but the devil tries to get you to go away from. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I will say rejoice. Let your gentle spirit be known to all men. The Lord is near. You should take confidence in that, comfort in that. I don't care what it looks like. Lord's near. He'll never leave me or forsake me. Lord, I thank you. Be anxious for nothing. In other words, there's nothing that should cause me to worry, have concern, have care, or have any type of anxiety. There is nothing. Why? Because the character of God demands that. Demands that you not have any anxiety because he's always given that good and perfect gift, he's always leading you to triumph. So no matter what situation you find yourself in, no matter what it looks like, God says, you don't have to be anxious. You don't have to worry. Matter of fact, I'm telling you by command, don't do that. But by prayer and supplication and thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. Now, I've got to ask you this question here in this verse. You're making a request to God by prayer, supplication, and thanksgiving. Is the thanksgiving coming before you see the request? No. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the thanksgiving is there before you see the request. Now, you can see it by faith, but what it's talking about in context is you might not be seeing the request, the gift with your eyes yet but you're seeing it with your heart. Lord, I know that prayer means to worship and praise. Supplication means to make your petition, to lay out those things. Uh, that's what things you would ask for, things you would talk to him about. And then Thanksgiving is saying, I know that when I praise you and I let my dad know what I need, or I let my dad know what's going on, I've already got something to thank him about, whether I can see it with my eyes or not. And then he says, when you do that, and the peace of God, which surpasses all comprehension, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. A lot of us want the peace of God, but we're not willing to thank him before we see it. We're always, well, I'll praise him when I see it. I'll praise him when I see it. I'll thank him when I see it. No, that's not God's way. You've got to understand that his character and nature is always leading you to triumph. Always be thankful, Colossians three sixteen and 17, and 1 Thessalonians five sixteen through 18. I'll just read these, and right now I just want you to check your heart. Just say, Lord, because I guarantee you every single one of us, including me, could be more thankful. Every single one of us has got more to be thankful for than we can even imagine. Amen. So right now in this moment, let's just say this. Lord, I, I just, I, I apologize to you. 
You know, I repent. I haven't been as thankful as I needed to be. But from this day forward, I will be more thankful. I will follow your advice. I will not let a situation get me down, but I'll let a situation push me to even more thankfulness and praise of you. So right now, let's just read these verses with that in mind. Colossians 3, 16 and 17. Let the message about Christ in all its richness fill your lives. Teach and counsel each other with all the wisdom he gives. Sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs to God with thankful hearts. And whatever you do or say, do it as a representative of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks through him to God the Father. Whatever you do, whatever you say, give thanks through Jesus to God. Whatever you do, whatever you say, in whatever situation, whatever time you face, all the time, every time, give thanks through him. And 1 Thessalonians 5.16, always be joyful. Never stop praying. Be thankful in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. Be thankful in all circumstances. It's not sitting in there believing that God's going to do something bad to you. It's not saying, oh, I'm being defeated right now. Oh, thank God for the defeat. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that you thank God even through the defeat so that on the other side you come out even stronger. You trust God that he will lead you to the place where you won't taste that kind of defeat anymore. Maybe you messed up and got yourself there, but it doesn't matter anymore. I will be thankful because I trust God. His character demands that I be thankful and I will worship him and I will praise him and I will shoot right through his gates and I will stay in the presence of God forever. Amen. Lord, I thank you. This morning, let's just, you know, as we, let's just stand together. And let's just worship him in our thanksgiving together. Let's close our eyes and all of us as one. Lord, this is one body. It's not just me. It's not just this person or that person. Lord, this is your body of believers this morning. And Lord, we agree together. We, we've heard the word and faith has been built up simply to be thankful in all situations. And so right now, in the middle of this situation, Lord, we agree. We unite on this. And just say it with me. Lord, Lord. we thank you. We thank and we praise you. As one body, united in thankfulness in every situation this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's just for a second, let's just take a moment and just thank them. Thank them out loud. Thank them however you want to do it.
praise Him, but Lord, we just thank You and we give You the glory. Thank You for what You're doing in our lives. Thank You for, Lord, I know You are moving in the lives of Boomerang Church. You are moving in these hearts. You are moving in these minds. You are moving, Father. I've seen it. I know it. You are moving right now. Lord, we thank You. Lord, I just ask right now, that this thankfulness would just open the gates of their hearts, would open the gates of their hearts and the power of God would start to move on them right now, right here in this service. Lord, whatever it is that they need, if they need, right now, Lord, if they need healing, let healing be. If they need strength, let strength rise up. And Lord, we thank you ahead of time. They need restoration, let restoration be. They need the power to turn the other direction and make you first. Then Lord, let the, your power and your strength be poured out in them to make you first above all. Lord, I thank you. We thank you this morning. Before we see it, before we know it in the flesh and in the physical, we know you are bringing about every good and perfect gift. We know that you are always leading us to triumph. We know that you are manifesting the sweet aroma, the sweet aroma of the knowledge of you in every place. Lord, we thank you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Just put that on your lips. Just thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Todd. Will you help hand those out? In this same thankful heart, I just want us to take communion together. Paul, if you want to help there. Thank you. If there's ever anything we had to be thankful for, it's the body and the blood of Jesus Christ and his love. If there's ever anything that we should stop, make time for, and honor, it's the sacrifice, the humility, the love that Jesus had for us. This body and blood that was shed and broken for you, this is what empowered you to be able to be thankful about something. This is what paid the price to bring about every good and perfect gift. This is what paid the price to clear you from every bit of the curse. Lord, today we choose to honor you. The word says that you humbled yourself even to be broken on a cross. Even to the point you humbled yourself even to death. On that cross. This that we remember today. This was not a small price. Lord we're thankful for it. We are thankful. For the body that you so humbly gave. To save all of humanity. And all of mankind. 
And Lord, in our thanks today, we esteem it and we honor it. Let us now follow suit. Let us honor it and esteem it in the best way possible, not only to accept you, but to become like you. Where we humble our actions, we humble our decisions, we give our flesh to be broken for you. We give our flesh daily to be crucified so that you might be lifted up. Lord, we give ourselves. Today, Lord, as we take this, let us make that a, a covenant. Let us make that a promise to you that from this point forward, we will not let our body tell us what to do, but we will humble our flesh to what you want us to do. Thank you, Father, for your body. And you take that. And Lord, your blood, it sealed the covenant and it represented the ultimate price of the love of a loving Father. Lord, we thank you for that today. Thank you, Father, for your blood, for the life-giving blood that you poured out on us, for the passion that you had for us. Let us seal ourselves and our commitments in you in the most thankful of ways by living a life that's worthy of you. In Jesus' name, amen. We thank you. Take that. Amen. Lord, we just praise you. And we thank you this morning. Thank you for who you are and what you're doing in our lives and what you have done. We praise you and we love you and thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. amen.